Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Welcome aboard to Cruise Radio, your home port for everything cruising and more. Subscribe to our newsletter and weekly radio show at cruiseradio.net. From the Cruise Radio studios in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm Matt Bassford. Doug Parker is on location in Fort Lauderdale for Cruise 360. He's got a lot of great guests who will be stopping by the Cruise Radio booth, and we'll get to him in a bit. But first, you could win a really nice prize. Go to Facebook.com slash Cruise Radio. You'll see a picture of a ship there. Tell us the name of that ship in the comment box below. We'll pick a random winner from all those who answer correctly, and you could win a nice Porthole Cruise Magazine prize pack. Congratulations to last week's winner, Crystal Lee from Austin, Texas. All right, Doug, before we get to why you're down in Fort Lauderdale, let's touch upon some cruise news. I understand Royal Caribbean's Navigator of the Seas is going to be redeployed from the Mediterranean to the Caribbean? Yes, it is. It was supposed to spend this upcoming winter, 2011 into 2012, over in Europe, but now it's going to be pulled back, redeployed into Fort Lauderdale to spend the winter. Why is that? Well, speculation is a rise in airfare costing folks a lot of money to fly from the U.S. over to Europe. Plus, remember that Royal Caribbean already has 11 ships over in Europe this summer, which is up a couple from last year. All right, so what will the itineraries be? Once she's back in Fort Lauderdale, she'll alternate Western and Eastern Caribbean. Very good. Now, I understand that Princess is going to be going back to Egypt? Yeah, earlier this week, Princess announced that starting on May 15th, they'll start doing port calls into Egypt again because things, uh, well, they aren't as crazy as they were earlier this year. All right, let's move on to Wire down in Fort Lauderdale. Tell us exactly what is Cruise 360. Cruise 360 is basically a cruise line conference put on by CLIA. If you don't know what CLIA is, it stands for the Cruise Line International Associations. Basically, they're the folks who promote cruise travel and uh, are very supportive of it. And it's a it's a big conference full of uh, destinations, uh, cruise lines, and uh, vendors as well. All right, so how is this different from Cruise Shipping Miami, where you were last month? Sure, Cruise Shipping Miami is geared more towards the industry, whereas Cruise 360 is geared towards more of the travel agents and consumers and offers is the agents that are selling the cruises. Uh, they call it ship inspections, where travel agents can actually go on the ships and get a first-hand experience of what they're bringing back and selling their client. All right, cool. Who do you have first? Joining us is Christopher Wright, Business Development Manager with the Jamaica Tourist Board. Chris, welcome to Cruise Radio. Hey, thank you so, so much. And, you know, it's good to have you here at this event and here in the Jamaica Tourist Board booth. Tell me, why Falmouth as a cruise port? Well, well, you know, what it is, it's a joint venture between, you know, Royal Caribbean and the government of Jamaica. Mm -hmm. That is, hey, you know, there's this historic port that is, you know, was built in 1692. And it's something over 200 years old. So the historic value of it, um, with this, you know, just the way the town is laid out, the cobblestone streets, the, the Georgian architecture, they have come together to say, hey, this is something that, you know, is unique to Jamaica and unique to the Caribbean. So they have developed this wonderful port that, you know, when you come in, it's like you're going back in time. Mm -hmm. Now, for the listeners who don't know, where about on the island is Falmouth located? Falmouth is on the north coast of the island of Jamaica. It's about a 25-minute driving time from Montego Bay and about a 45-minute driving time from Falmouth into Ocho Rios. What kind of options does Falmouth offer that makes it so unique? 
Uh, well, it's the history of that actually town. Now, way back in the heyday, you know, they used to export a lot of rum, a lot of sugar from that port. Uh, you still have the old sugar silos. You know, back in the day, they would say the British used to have a lot of sugarcane plantations. And they would say back in England, you know, as rich as a Jamaican plantation owner. Uh -huh. That was the terminology used to right. describe someone who is quite wealthy. So it's the historic, you know, background of the city in conjunction with the Royal Caribbean and the Preservation Society in Jamaica. They are re restoring a lot of these old buildings, unique walking tours that they do of that city. Is it 100% complete right now or is it a work in progress? Yeah, I would say it's about a 95% complete. Next month, everything will be totally completed. I want to play devil's advocate here for a second. Uh, a lot of our listeners email in, say they've been to Jamaica before but didn't get off the ship because they were afraid of, of the crime and the drugs, prostitution, stuff like that. Uh, what do you have to say to the folks that are skeptical and won't get off the ship? Many years ago, we used to face this problem. And what we have actually done is, you know, we, a lot of it has to do with the, 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 some of the vendors that come out on the street, uh, try to sell their, their arts and craft, and of course, you know, try to harass our visitors. Um, what we have done, we have moved these people off the streets with the security forces that, that we have, because, you know, tourism is our number one industry. Yeah. Those who sell their arts and craft, they have to be licensed in a craft market. What they have done to it is also put in what you call a resort patrol. Uh, nicely attired people that have, you know, will be able to answer questions from our visitors and make sure that no one is standing at the corner and really harassing the tourists. That's good to hear. He is the business development manager for the Jamaica Tourist Board, Mr. Christopher Wright. Thanks for being on Cruise Radio. Yes, man. Thank you so much. Have you been dreaming lately about a romantic tropical cruise to the Caribbean? Cruise One. Or how about a breathtaking scenic cruise to Alaska? Cruise One. Or how about the Mexican Riviera? Or Cancun. Cousin. Or New England. Or Canada. Or Italy. Or Greece. Or the Far East. Or how about a cruise around the whole world? Cruise One. Got a dream vacation for you. Cruise One. Let us send you on your way. Cruise One. Number one in cruising nationwide. Cruise One has more than 550 cruise specialists nationwide ready to help you plan your dream cruise. And speaking with a local Cruise One expert is as easy as calling toll-free 1-800-CRUISE and the number one. That's 1-800-CRUISE-1 or find us online at cruiseone.com. Number one in cruising Broadcasting from Cruise 360 at the Broward County Convention Center in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. This is Cruise Radio. All right, Doug, who's next? Jen from the UK. Welcome to Cruise Radio. Hey, how you doing? Good to see you, everybody. Tell us a little bit about yourself first before we get started here. Um, cruise director on the Carnival Liberty. Before that, what'd you do? All the good stuff. Well, I've actually been with Carnival for coming up for 10 years. Wow. Cruise director for the last two years. Okay. And before the whole Carnival thing came in, I studied theatre, studied drama when I was in school. Did a lot of touring around the UK, doing pantomime, touring around, um, doing shows. And I went to work in Spain, in uh, hotels in Spain, doing kind of pretty much the same job in entertainment. I actually lived in Chicago as well, nice. as well for a couple of years in Chicago, right downtown. Uh, I was kind of waiting tables and bartending and doing kind of touring theatre around there as well. And then Carnival, last 10 years. What kind of responsibilities do you have? Well, number one, I'm in charge of all of the entertainment on board. So that's your dancers, your singers, your musicians, all of the entertainment staff, the technicians. 
So we put together the whole schedule of what's going on, like the Deadly program, the nights, the shows at night, all the musical entertainment on board. So pretty much that's what I'm in charge of, all of the entertainment, and making sure everyone's doing the right thing and not being naughty, not getting into trouble. <laughs> For uh, first-time carnival passengers, uh, what can they expect in means of entertainment aboard the Liberty here? Oh, it's great. This, do you know what? I, I, as I said, I've been around 10 years. Uh-huh. I've, been going, I've been kind of lucky the last couple of years to go ship to ship. Uh-huh. So I'm moving around, doing a few months here, a few months there. And honestly, I love this ship. The entertainment is, the shows are unbelievable. Got a show on here called Just Rock, which is like a big tribute show to music of the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. Fantastic. And then the other big show at the dancers is called World, Uh which takes you on a journey of all the countries around the world. Unbelievable costumes, set pieces, great. And then we've got a big show, like a tribute to Frank Sinatra, Savin Davis Jr. Apart from that, loads of music, a Latin trio on board, got the Calypso Jew, we've got an amazing band that does rock music from the ages. Just, it's so good on here. There's things going on all day. Now, you're also a TV star on this ship, right? Tell us about, you do a, a big, like, Today Show type thing every day, right? Well, you know, I don't want to, you know, blow my own <laughs> trumpet here, but, you know, we, we do. I wouldn't exactly say it was like the Today Show, Ke- Kelly and uh, Kelly and Regis. Uh-huh. We do a live show, which is one of my all-time favorite things to do. We actually do it at 9 o'clock in the morning. I don't know why we do it at 9 o'clock, because it's far <laughs> too early, in my opinion. I'm still half asleep half the time. So 9 o'clock, and um, we just, it goes live into all the cabins, and then on the big screen, on the Lido deck. So there's me, and I do it with my assistant cruise director, Kevin, at the moment, and we just chit-chat, talk about nothing at all. And then we actually get people to call in, and we have a chat with them, we give prizes away. It's just fun. And it's, it's all live. All live. No, no tape delay, nothing. Everything's live. Whatever happens, happens. No tape delay, nothing at all. It's live. People can, if they get on and swear, we have to just kind of scream over them until <laughs> they stop. We actually do this live thing where we pan onto the Lido deck with a camera and get everybody to wave. So you never know what could happen at that point. Uh-huh. Anybody could be doing the, the Mardi Gras bead, pulling up with a shirt thing or anything. And it's once again screaming, stop, what are you doing? That, that, I bet you have one hell of an outtake reel, too, by the end of your contract, you huh? I, I haven't started doing that. I've only just recently got on board the ship. But a friend of mine, he's one of the cruise directors, and he does that. He records every show. Uh-huh. And at the end of the cruise, he puts all the highlights together, all the most ridiculous things. Totally. Like stupid things that we say, <laughs> stupid things that guests say. And he puts it together on like this, just this one show of like the outtakes and like uh-huh. all the good stuff. From the show. I might start doing it. She is the cruise director and aspiring choreographer for the dance team here on the ship. Jen from the UK, thank you so much for being on Cruise Radio. Thank you very much. Have had a lovely time and enjoy the rest of your day here. Bye, guys. Have a question for the experts? Or would you like to talk about your cruise or vacation experience, good or bad? Email comments at cruiseradio.net. All right, Doug, who's with you now? Joining us is the housekeeper manager, Pavel Dremai from Slovakia. Thanks for being on Cruise Radio. Hello, everyone. You are the housekeeping manager. Surely it's more than just housekeeping. What does your job entail? Well, I'm responsible for the open decks, including like the swimming pools, all the public areas, all the crew and guest cabins. And I have also a laundry manager where you have 20 laundry attendants. So wow. basically the, all the laundry goes through me as well. Myself and a lot of the listeners, probably all the listeners, just find it amazing how you can get off this ship and a couple hours later it just be turned over completely and ready to board the ship again. A lot of people make up that team, but it's got to be a finely organized game plan to turn the whole thousands of rooms around in just about mere hours. How is it done? Well, yes, the, the team is split. You have a stateroom stewards. They do only the beds okay. and basically like the, the main areas of the cabins. But the underground team, like the, the laundry, the linen valets who bring clean and take the dirty linen, 
and the assistant stateroom steward who cleaned the, the restrooms and the balconies and uh, vacuumed the carpets. It's yeah, it's very well systematic work. So they start with removing all the garbage and then stateroom steward making the beds. And after everything is done, the last thing is like providing eyes and uh, the daily newspaper and so on and so on. Clearly, I mean, you can't smoke in the cabins, but if you do smoke in the cabins and you get fined, it's a really big, massive fee. You have a machine that goes in there and it doesn't like de-smoke the cabin, but what does it do and what is it called? Well, it's called ozone machine mm -hmm. and what it does, it cleans the air. It uses uh, ozone to clean and sanitize the air. We, of course, if there, if there is a smoker and especially the cigar smokers, mm -hmm. which is very heavy, first of all, we remove all the linen. All the bed linen, all the bed curtain, curtains, sure. heavy curtains, uh, whatever we can, we remove and we get it washed. We get a fresh one. Okay. And then we shut off the uh, air circulation and we place this ozone machine in for whatever, half an hour, 20 minutes, uh, whatever it takes. Uh, depends on the size of the room, of course. Mm -hmm. And uh, we leave the machine there, cleans the air, makes it nice and fresh. How often do you have to bust that machine out? During the week, it's not so often. But on uh, turnaround days, like home ports mm -hmm. you're talking probably two three hundred cabins every home port really you're not allowed to smoke in any of the cabins correct at this time the guests are allowed to smoke in the cabin as well okay we are coming up with a with a new uh, structure new procedure where they should be allowed to smoke only on the balconies open air basically right gotcha. but uh, right now they are allowed to smoke in the cabins okay pavel dreamite housekeeping manager aboard the carnival liberty from slovakia thanks for being on cruise radio oh my pleasure If you missed any part of the show or want to hear more, go to cruiseradio.net and click on Radio Channel. Or go to iTunes and search Cruise Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio. Porthole Cruise Magazine is celebrating its 15-year anniversary. To say thanks for your support, they're offering Cruise Radio listeners a special subscription rate of 10 issues for $15. To receive this offer, listeners who are U.S. residents can go to porthole.com subscription page and log in with promo code CRUISERADIO or call 800-776-PORT. That's 800-776-7678 and mention Cruise Radio. Each episode, we give you Porthole Cruise Magazine Pick of the Week. If you're visiting a destination known for both its beautiful land and amazing sea, one of the best ways to explore that city would probably be by both land and sea. Enter Duck Tours, an excursion you can find in many popular ports around the country like Fort Lauderdale and Miami, Boston, Seattle, Honolulu, Galveston, and others. These fun and efficient city tours eliminate the need to go from a boat to a bus and back again. Instead, an amphibious vehicle transports passengers between land and water as a guide points out the city's most well-known sites along the way. You'll literally get to see dozens of famous sites and attractions all in about 90 minutes or less, which is perfect when you don't have that much time in port. By the way, they're not called duck tours because the vehicle happens to resemble a duck. D-U-K-W is an acronym for an amphibious land craft developed by the United States Army during World War II. It's not a military acronym, though. It actually just represents the model of the vehicle. Well, you're up there learning a lot while I'm gone. <laughs> Broadcasting from Cruise 360 at the Broward County Convention Center in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. This is Cruise Radio. Mm. Mr. Rick Sasso, president and CEO of MSC Cruises, here with us right now. Just got inducted into the CLIA Hall of Fame tonight. As a CEO, what does that mean to you? Well, it's a wonderful honor because there's so many people that deserve that kind of recognition. This right. industry is 
quite mature now, and I've, after 40 years, there's probably at least a dozen people in this room that could have qualified to be elected into the Hall of Fame. So I'm thrilled that the peers and the, the travel agents have uh, voted to recognize my 40-year contribution. You've been inducted to the Hall of Fame, but you're not going anywhere anytime soon, right? No, no. I, we like that It's in a my lot. blood. It's in my DNA. I love every day of it, and I'm going to do another 40 if I live that there long. You go. But I'll take another 10 just to be on the safe side. Mr. Rick Sasso, CEO of MSC Cruises, thank you so much for being on Cruise Radio. Always a pleasure to see you. Thank you very much. Who have you got there, Doug? Joining me is travel writer Natalie Arroyan from eTravel Blackboard. Natalie, thanks for being on Cruise Radio. Thank you for having me. So you're from Sydney, Australia, right? I am indeed, but you clearly don't know where that is since you've got Wikipedia open on your phone right now. <laughs> I thought, I really thought that, that Australia was a little tiny island. I didn't know it takes like 10 hours to fly across the whole damn island. That's pretty interesting. But Natalie's with us. She just got off the allure of the seas here in, uh, in Port Everglades. And surely you don't have ships this big uh, down in Sydney. Uh, what was your thoughts of the ship? It was absolutely amazing. What was your favorite part of the ship? I loved Central Park. I didn't uh, get a chance to head over to Central Park last year when I was in New York, but I feel like I've been there now. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. The tweeting okay. birds and the streams running through the, uh, through the area and the cafes, and absolutely loved it. A lot of people think the allure and the oasis are overwhelming. What was your thought? I don't think there's any such thing as being overwhelming with a cruise ship. I lo- bigger the better, I say. What cruise lines do you have down there in Sydney? You have, like, what, P&O, Seabourn, uh, Royal Caribbean goes in there, right, yeah. Crystal? Yeah, uh, Rhapsody of the Seas uh, comes in for Royal Caribbean and does a, uh, a Hawaii to Sydney, a mm-hmm. uh, 16-nighter through Tahiti. Um, that's actually headed off now, but we get all of the major cruise lines. I mean, I, I, uh, we're working at changing our ports at the moment, and we're, we're renovating and, um, and opening a new port at White Bay, so I'm not sure what's going to happen if, you know, a ship like Allure would like to come down, Right. but uh, Hopefully we'd be able to accommodate something so large. This is all sounding really wrong. I understand there was a Royal Rendezvous there, uh, what, last month was it? There was. The QM2 and Queen Elizabeth met in Sydney Harbour uh, and it was uh, a huge affair. We had fireworks and, and uh, you know, water display and um, I was lucky enough to have afternoon tea with the President of Cunard nice. on, on Queen Elizabeth, which was beautiful. Uh, it's, it's one of those ships that you just feel so special walking onto. It has that whole uh, air of elegance about it. Um, but it was, it was a really exciting time. Basically, it, I mean, I know that in this area of the world it's not that exciting for cruise ships to come in but but in Sydney we still get really excited whenever we see a cruise ship and and when you've got I mean we had 28 cruise ships in 28 days coming to Sydney in February and uh, and it was crazy that you know traffic was intense you know people would line the streets and and Sydney siders would flock to Circular Quay and and down at Darling Harbour to take photos next to the ships. What kind of options do cruisers have who maybe call on the Sydney as a port? There are so many options in Sydney. We've got um, we've got many attractions. From uh, you can go to the top of Sydney Tower. And can you pet kangaroos? You can pet kangaroos at Sydney Wildlife World. Cool. Uh, they don't just jump around the port. Wait a minute. Wikipedia I know. Said they do. Look, you know, Wikipedia can't always be trusted, Doug. <laughs> well, I believe everything I see on the internet. <laughs> you shouldn't. Um, but no, you can you can see some of our fabulous native animals at Sydney Wildlife World, and that's actually located within a ten-minute walk of one of our major ports at Barangaroo. Um, there's the Sydney Aquarium down there as well, and um, we've got Star City Casino quite close by. But um, there are some beautiful attractions 
options. We've got the Harbour Bridge, obviously. If you've got time, they can do a bridge climb and actually climb the bridge and, and look at uh, the Opera House. And um, we've got beautiful shopping. We've got some really fantastic shopping in Sydney City as well. So there's there's bundles of things for people to do. Very cool. Natalie Arroyan from eTravel Blackboard. Thanks for being on Cruise Radio and safe travels back. Thank you so much. Each week, we like to try and save you a little bit of money thanks to cruisesforless.com. Doug was talking about this earlier, the navigator of the seas being redeployed from the Mediterranean to the Caribbean, and there are a lot of great deals on this ship with a ton of dates to choose from. Five to nine night cruises from $329, Ocean View from $379, Balcony from $499. Again, this is all on the Navigator of the Seas. Choice of Eastern and Western itineraries, all-round trip from Fort Lauderdale. This is November 20th of this year through April 8th of next year. Get up to $100 onboard cash, depending on the sale date. Book an Ocean View stateroom and get a specialty dining experience. If you book a balcony stateroom, you get a special dining experience and a spa treatment. Call Cruises for Less at 888-973-SHIP. That's 888-973-7447. Or go to cruisesforless.com. All right, that's going to do it. Next week, Stuart Shearer on the Cruise Guy is going to be back with us with more cruise news and commentary. And so will Doug. Yes, I will. And a big thank you to Samantha, Virginia, Rebecca, Gina, and all the folks at M Silver Associates Public Relations for helping us out this week. Don't forget, we offer premium content. You can check out all the stuff that did not make it to the weekly shows. Just go to cruiseradio.net. And we're now on Stitcher Radio, which is a free app and a great and efficient way to listen to our podcast and anybody else's. Just download the free app, Stitcher Radio, on your iPhone or smartphone and search Cruise Radio. And don't forget, if you want to win a big, fat porthole prize pack, go to Facebook.com slash Cruise Radio and comment. Tell us what ship is in the picture. We'll pick a name at random to win next week's prize pack. From the Cruise Radio studios in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm Matt Basford. And in Fort Lauderdale this week, I'm Doug Parker. And this is Cruise Radio. Thanks for listening to Cruise Radio. For information on how your company can reach over 100,000 travel enthusiasts a week, email sales at cruiseradio.net. Find Cruise Radio on iTunes, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Just search Cruise Radio. I'm your announcer.